welcome to the Forever Striving with Naomi podcast, the safe place just for you to take a moment away from the people you love, where you can say yes to yourself because you deserve it. I'm your host, Naomi Washington, certified personal executive coach, equipped with the superpower to help people answer the hard questions when I ask them the right ones. Every episode is going to invite you into a safe place to undoubtedly just figure some stuff out. So here we are every week while we are striving to give ourselves the best of what we have instead of what we have left after giving to the world. My name is Naomi and I am forever striving. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use, not to take the place of working with a mental health professional or establishing a coach-client relationship. What's up, good people? I am excited to be back here recording for the Forever Striving with Naomi podcast. It has been a minute since I've recorded because life happens, but that does not mean that I have not been thinking about my community and creating thoughts in my head and in my notebook to bring to you for amazing content. We have seven episodes loaded. So you have some information there just in case by happen chance, this is your first episode or you haven't heard me seven times. You have seven places or seven episodes where you can connect with what I've done so far here on the podcast. The first seven episodes, the response, the feedback, everything from you all has been amazing. And I have been able to take that information and learn and really plan and map out what I want to create here in this community for you. So I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. So just to kind of tell you what has been going on, of course, for many of you, you are in the the groove like I am of school starting back. And so we are sending our little ones into the classroom or, you know, online but they are starting their academic learning. That is such an exciting time for them, such an exciting time for us. And it's also a time where we are stretching our families, our expectations, our wallets, and probably our schedules. So if you are connected with me on social media, I gave a back to school wellness tip on how you can stay in tune with your school and district's calendar and then save yourself some unnecessary headache by pre-planning what you're going to need to do to make sure you're present in those moments for your little ones or your your big little ones. They're still little ones, but they're big little ones. Um, So make sure you check that out over on social media. I did that a couple of weeks ago. The other thing that has happened, um, I did have some death in my family. Um, It wasn't necessarily unexpected, but it just happened more suddenly than I anticipated. And so I am still in kind of a recovery mode from that loss that that individual was very, very important to me. If you read my published book, Forever Striving with Naomi, 
not forever striving with Naomi. That is not my book. That's my podcast. That's where you are now. My book is unapologetically here. It is available on Amazon. Um, The book is dedicated to my aunt Cece, Mary Sione Albright. Everybody calls her aunt Cece. Um, And I talk about her in the book and the impact that she had on the very pivotal change that I started to make in an awareness of who I am um, and not allowing the situations and circumstances in my life to define me and to define my destiny. We lost her in July. Um, and so that that definitely has been something that I have been working through. Um, but knowing her and knowing how she would want me to move forward, um, I'm doing what I need to do to continue to do what I have to do. And so that is that is what has been happening for me over the last probably four or five weeks. So enough about that, enough about where I have been. Let's get into the content of today's podcast. I really am kind of wanting to wing this one simply because I just think sometimes you have to wing things. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with figuring things out as you go. And so I wanted to talk to you about understanding your ability to respond without being in your feelings. I had to learn this the hard way. Um, I didn't always show up with an emotional intelligence. I showed my emotional capacity or incapacity um, in situations and had to learn things the hard way. Really burned some, some bridges, really impacted some relationships, opportunities for relationships. But when you know better, you do better, as Maya Angelou said. So I want to talk to you about how to operate when you're in your feelings. Yes, when you get in your feelings, in those settings where it is not appropriate to be in your feelings. And those are moments when you're in the workplace, you're in a, you know, a public space or place where um, you could get into some serious trouble for not, you know, not responding appropriately, or you are in the moment where it is going to be more impactful in the long term than in the short term. So those are the three settings. The The first setting, of course, is the professional setting. The second setting is, of course, in the public setting where you could get in some trouble. And then the third setting is the setting where you are going to have more impact in the long term. But I want to take them backwards. I want to talk about the setting where it is important for you to not be in your feelings when it could be impactful in the long term. And a lot of times we don't think about our responses or our actions in situations because we don't think about the long term. I'm talking about when you have a response that is completely out of norm, completely inappropriate, and your children are watching, or there are other adults around who you want to be respectful of, or it is a relationship or a situation that is long lasting, or that is going to need to grow or be mended because it's one of those relationships you just cannot sever. And so thinking about those situations, always ask yourself if your response is going to have an impact past the moment. We don't think about that. We think about 
wanting to get that frustration out, wanting to respond to that person or that situation because of how we're feeling, because we are hurt, because we are upset and angry. And so our first thought is I have to relieve this pain or relieve this issue. It's just like when you have a, you know, you're cooking something in a pressure cooker. The process of a pressure cooker is that this steam has built up and it has to be released. But the thing that we forget in that analogy a lot of times when people use it is that there generally is something in that pressure cooker that is cooking. There is something in there that is needing that pressure to happen in order for the end result to be what we expect or what we desire it to be. I'm not advocating for holding things in. I'm not advocating for um, bottling up your stress. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is ask yourself if your response, if that pressure, if releasing that pressure is going to impact the end goal and the desired result that you have. So you can't get to the place you desire to be or become the person you desire to become if you don't allow that pressure to stay and do what it needs to do. And then you move forward using it, knowing that this is for a greater good. And so sometimes that means not having those specific conversations you want to have and saying those things you want to say in that moment because it's not going to be beneficial. Think about the long-term impact. Think about the long-term result of your behavior, your actions, your statements, because they are impactful. They may be small to you, but they are impactful and they could lead to things for other people that you may never see, that you may never be aware of. Things that, you know, I remember were said to me as a child have significantly impacted me as an adult, as a 40 year old woman. Sometimes, you know, I'm doing something and I hear something in my subconscious. I hear something in my thought process that it's not a part of my daily language. It's not a part of my daily communication with others. But because it was said to me so much and so often as a child, it has stuck with me um, and it leaves me paralyzed. It leaves me in places where I let or I allow fear to overtake me. There were people in my life who did not think about what their angry responses were going to do or leave impressionable on me as a child. Think about that the next time you're in a setting and your emotions get the best of you or things become too much for you to handle. Think about separating yourself. Think about taking a step back and saying, okay, you know, I need a timeout. It doesn't matter whether the other person needs a timeout or not. If you need it, then you say, I need this timeout and I'm going to come back and revisit this when I can actually take care of it and communicate effectively. Now, listen, I know in every setting, whether it be personal or professional, there are people who gonna try you, okay? They are going to want you to respond and to act out. But at the end of the day, when you lay your head on that pillow, you have to be very sure that everything you did, every action you took was based on your sole decision to take that action. And so you never let someone else push you to lose your power and respond in a place or in a way that you don't feel you would have done had you not allowed them to take your power from you. 
And so that goes for any setting. The other setting when you cannot let your emotions get the best of you are those moments when you don't have bail money. I'm going to give you a very specific incident where there was someone or there, yes, there was someone who um, was very intentional about trying to push my buttons. Um, and I am not a, 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 I'm cut and dry. Listen, black and white is it, you get what you get. And so this particular individual, I'm sure this person is very aware, has been very aware that um, we just don't go well together, right? But I know that I have to maintain a certain composure because I don't have bail money right now. And the bail money that I do have set aside, I need to do something more productive with it. Let's just be honest. There are some people who will try to take you to those places, but because you have a greater good, because you have a greater calling, and because they are going to warrant consequences that you may or may not be aware of or prepared for, please make sure that you are separating yourself completely from those situations. Those situations don't require a timeout. You have those people who are in your life or in your circle that you know if the tables were turned, if it was 10 years, 20 years ago, you would probably catch cases. You would throw hands, catch cases, catch bodies in certain situations. Thank God for growth. Because there are some people that in today, in 2022, you would have cursed out. You would have hurt their feelings. You would have completely shifted their mindset on what their reality was in the moment based on the words you chose to use in that situation. I am so very proud of you because I can only imagine the amount of times and the strength of restraint that you have had to take on in those situations. It does not go unnoticed. It shows your growth. It shows your ability to make sure that in moments when it is too much for you to handle, you decide otherwise and you can take yourself out of those situations you have the ability to do that and say i'm not coming back to this moment with you for you or for myself because it's not going to be well and this is not how i want to move forward with this situation you have the power to do that and so in those situations when you know there are greater consequences to your responses just separate yourself completely. There are situations that you already know, people you already know you cannot interact with. Just don't. You don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't have to make up some crazy excuse because in the reality of things, I just don't have the emotional capacity to deal with you, period. That's it. That's all you have to say. And that's enough. So make sure that you are aware of those dynamics and those situations in your life because those are consistent. They're not gonna sneak up on you. Some people are the way they are all the time. It doesn't change, it never changes. They are who they are, but that doesn't mean that they have to bring you back to a place where you have to change who you be in this moment. And so keep that in mind. Let's go to that professional setting. We cannot live if we do not work. 
whether you work for yourself or you work for somebody else. Now, unless you're hitting it big with the lottery or you're sitting on some money, then listen, you can go out there and do whatever you want to do because nine times out of 10, you're not meeting people in professional spaces. But for those of us who are, we have to maintain our professional and emotional capacity. And so one of the ways that you can always be aware of that is starting your day with very important and impactful routines that are going to ground you to know as soon as you start the day where your baseline is. I already know if I did not sleep well, if I did not go to bed on time, if I did not get enough rest, that the next day I'm going to have to really taper myself or tailor myself back from some certain situations and people because I have to focus and concentrate a little bit more and a little bit harder on those days. So I don't have any capacity on those days to deal with foolishness. That's a podcast word. I'm going to use foolishness. If we were on the phone, sis, I'm going to tell you something else. Those are the days that I know it's going to take a lot for me. With my professional capacity, regardless, I have to show up. Your employer does not care about your personal development. That is one of my brand phrases. That is one of the things I stand by until I see an employer that shows different. Your employer only cares about your professional development and your professional performance. So that time management class that they sent you to or that organizational skills class they sent you to, that was not for home, baby. They was not trying to tell you how to drop your kids off and get dinner cooked and then at the same time, make sure you and your hubby have date night. Time management training was for you to meet the objectives and the goals of the organization. Now, if you can use that stuff at the house, that's good, but that's not what they gave it to you for. So at the end of the day, your employer is not responsible for the fact that you had a bad night or you had an argument with someone on the way to work and now you come in here with an attitude or your coworker who you already know based on that second set of people we talked about, they gonna be who they be and you don't mix with them well. That coworker who is trying your last nerve, that coworker doesn't care that you didn't get sleep last night. They're going to pick and poke you in those places about that project that you may have missed the deadline on, about that email that they didn't think you sounded professional enough for, or about the fact that when they said good morning to you, you didn't say good morning loud enough and you didn't speak with the left part of your mouth when you said good morning, okay? So you have to know what your emotional capacity is so that you show up to still deliver professionally even though you emotionally know that you cannot respond to certain things. Sometimes you just have to chalk things up and and just move on. No response is a response. And it is okay in those situations to not have a response, to let things slide or to let things add up enough for you to build cases for HR and supervisors to handle. That is completely appropriate. Don't take on anything in a professional capacity that you emotionally cannot take on. That is why there is HR and supervisors and managers, and you can delegate those things to them. You can have that rapport to say to someone in management or someone who is of an upper level, hey, today is not one of my best days. And so I really just wanna put my head down and keep doing this work. And this meeting right now is going to impact my ability to do that. Can I delegate this task to someone else 
or can I delegate this for another time spot on my calendar or my schedule? Those are the times when you build those relationships with those in the professional setting who are understanding enough to know that this is important for you to get your work done, not get the problem solved, but get the work done. And that makes a difference. There's a difference between getting the work done and getting the problem solved. And so you need to know which one of those you can emotionally handle. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is how to deal with situations when you just know you don't have it emotionally in you, when you are not at a place where it's going to end well for anybody, especially you. So in the process of learning who you are and creating the world and the life that you want to live in and be in, make sure that you are keeping up with yourself every day to know where you emotionally are, where you can handle things, and then honoring yourself by making sure you put those things in place. Honoring yourself by saying, I can't handle this hard conversation today, or I know that I'm mentally not able to be present in this moment, so I need to take a time out, or I need to reschedule this. Those are things that you have the power to do. Those are the things that you have to give yourself grace for. And those are the things that are going to be more impactful for you in the long run because they create a better version of who you are forever striving to be. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Forever Striving with Naomi. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Forever Striving with Naomi on your podcast platform of choice. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Be sure to leave a rating with a five-star review to let others know why you are here so that they can join us as well. This one-woman team answers messages and comments back on social media at Naomi P. Washington. And I respond to emails at info at naomipwashington.com. If you are thinking about working with me, then let's do it. I love it when my community becomes part of my circle. Visit www.naomipwashington.com to schedule a coaching consultation today. Until next time, find the audacity to be great. I'm Naomi and I am forever striving. This podcast is brought to you by Self Care Consulting Company.